millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome, motivation fans from all over the world. As we dig into another broadcast podcast right here from the world's most famous beach, Daytona Beach, Florida, right, right just about south of that, actually. But today, going to dig into something that is the most important thing you could be doing, and that is planning your productivity, planning your time, controlling your time, taking advantage of yourself and your ideas and your, your dreams and your ambitions, and not letting anybody else take them from you just because they gave you something to do. Is that something you might like to have and something you may struggle with? Well, come along for the ride today because I'm going to tell you my philosophy. Works for a lot of people. It'll work for you too. And uh, you'll use it starting today. I promise. It is the daily boost from MotivationToMove.com. The positive boost you need every single day. It's really simple equation. You've heard of me say it 10,000 times now. Life begins when you move. When you decide what you want and you decide to go after it. We know that. It's take action, right? But the world is crazy. The world will get in your face. The world will cause issues. The world will tend you, send you off track. Your tire will blow out. Your car will overheat. Somebody will say something, look at you in an awkward way, bad way, whether they're thinking. And you won't know what to do. You'll crash and burn and think about it for the next five days. But instead, we stand up, take a step, and repeat. Because we choose to. Not because we have to. Because we choose to. Because we choose to have a different attitude. Choose to be moving forward no matter what gets in the way. And that's what this show is all about. I am so happy to have you here today. I'm kind of fired up on a Friday. My name is Scott Smith, founder, chief motivating officer here at MotivationToMove.com. Happy to have you here today and grateful as well. Have you checked out my book? Go to DailyGratitudeBoost.com. You'll find out my gratitude journal. It's, I only wrote half of it. I'm lazy. Actually, I wrote half of it to prompt you into writing the other half. So if you're trying to be more grateful and trying to think about some things in your life, one word of caution is, Folks are telling me it's really got them thinking. They're trying to do one a day, but it's taken a couple of days sometimes. I really, really went deep on this. DailyGratitudeBoost.com. Check it out. You'll find it there. Since it's a Friday, I always ask a simple question. This is one that basically comes down to, well, it's a scientific question when you really think about it, but it comes down to the fact that you're an emotional being first. You lead with your emotions. So we ask the question on a Friday. You should ask when you're done today. Listening to me. How do I want to feel? Now, it's a technical question because when I say how, your subconscious mind goes, are you talking to me? Yeah, I am. How do I, I mean, you are talking to me, want, I desire something, to feel it's emotional. So if you will look at anything in your life, even just in general how you feel today, I want to feel great when I get out of bed and positive and upbeat and a bright light all day long. If you just come up, <laughs> I know that's kind of an advanced one, isn't it? Yeah, I can't do that, Scott. Sure can. Whatever you choose to feel, it all begins with just kind of at least exploring it. How do you want to feel? A skill today that you will use every day for the rest of your life is what I'm going to teach you. Now, this, this is a hard-won skill, 
I have learned this over a very long period of time and I learned it by, can I admit it? Um, I, I just studied other people. I didn't steal their stuff. No, I just studied it. As I was trying to get more productive, more happy in control of my life, really controlling what I like to do. And I, at this point, it's, I, tell you, I think I had, so it's not 100%, but it's close. Because I learned the skill set that anybody who gets very productive and has lots of stuff and, and wants a lot of free time and wants to measure their life as you, as they say, you know, professionally and personally and spiritually and all that, you want to win on all levels. Is that you? People do it this way. Now, I will tell you that what I'm about to tell you about planning your next perfect week is based on what I call my anticipation engine and exploring the possibilities. Happiness comes when you explore the possibilities of life, when you don't commit to it, when you just go after it, when you plan in advance, you're firing up your anticipation engine. So we know that happiness comes from exploring things that you might like to do and finding them, discovering them. You may not know what they are, but you'll know them when you find them. And secondly, once we start looking and get ideas, that anticipation engine fires up like it's Christmas morning, tomorrow morning, and you're five years old and you get excited. I have many concerts I have purchased tickets to for this coming year. I think eight concerts at this point. And I'm so fired up. I look at the calendar. I see I'm attending a show. I'm like, oh, cool. I can't wait. So this is all built on that. So planning your perfect week. How do we do it? First, perfectweekplanner.com. It's a very simple one-page PDF that I produced. as a 12-minute video. Go get it if you don't have it. You can build your life on it. I promise. Somebody called me the other day and said they want to make an app on it. I said, no kidding. I like the paper, though. So I was saying, next year begins this year. Next month begins this month. Next week begins this week. So if you want to stay on track, get control of your life and accomplish your goals and enjoy more of life, you must take control of your calendar and it starts today. And it's much easier than you think. Now, why do I say that? You come here. I'm going to have to talk to you into this. You absolutely do have total control of your calendar. You have complete control of your life. No, I don't. People are on my calendar. Google is putting people on my calendar all day long. By the way, first rule, don't let people schedule on your calendar. Just don't do it. And don't allow it. I mean, some places at work, you have to allow it. I get it. Manage it the best you can. But if you don't have to do it, don't let anybody get on your calendar without you putting them there. That's the first thing. You have 100% control of your schedule, of your time, of what you want to do. Don't believe me? You do. You might get fired, maybe. (laughs) You might have to negotiate out of a job. You might have to do something, right? There may be some consequences to it, but you have control. Let's admit that and agree to that and then simply say, great. I have control of everything I'm going to do, so let me take control. It is mine. It is my life. Yes, your life. You own it. You got the papers to it. It's like I married my wife. I got papers to prove it, okay? You got papers. Call the birth certificate. It says this is yours. You got control of it. Now you have to learn to manage it. So life is going to come at you fast, much as it usually comes at you about twice as fast as I talk. So it's really fast. So I want you to schedule any significant and can't miss life event at least a year in advance. Put it on your calendar. Not your to-do list. Put it on a calendar and block it out. You can always change your mind later. So what's that mean today? Well, if I want next week to be perfect, I want you to look at next week and say, hmm, what significant can't-lift event am I going to attend next week that maybe I missed the last couple of weeks? Got a game going on in, in Florida. It's like soccer season here. The kids are going outside to play soccer now because we do stuff in the wintertime that you can't do up north. But there are certain things that you may want to do that you've been putting off. So just block it out today and block out the next week. Block out your vacation and block literally go. I do it the first of the year, every single year. I go through the next 12 months, maybe 18 months, and I block out what I want, what I want to do. So I, I know it's really, really simple, but the first thing is just block everything off. 
The next thing you're going to do when you have the perfect week planner, you'll see this. We are focusing on holding space. Now, this is a concept you have got to get. You've got to listen to it. You've got to pay attention to it. Most of you, yes, you included, are filling up your space. You're going for those little blocks and you try to manage your time blocks on your calendar. No. I want you to go for white space. I want you to put in only what you have to do, only appointments you have to attend. That's all I want. I don't want workspace. I don't want holding space for anything else. I don't want you to say, here's where I'm going to work on a project for my client. I don't want to do that. I want to just put only what I must attend, what I must be there. It's appointment. I must show up to be there. And I want that on my calendar. And that's it. What happens in between where all that white space is? Well, if I have white space all day on Monday, like I do, I say, hmm, what project would I like to work on on a Monday? That's what I put in there. So I'm holding my space for whatever the heck I want to do or need to do with it. And I'm only putting on my calendar things that I must attend personally, that I must be part of a meeting. I'm telling you, most of you could cut off 80% of what's on your calendar if you'll just do that. Some of what's on your calendar should be on your to-do list in a project. We'll talk about that later uh, next week, I think. So when it's out there, when you're saying, okay, I've got 17 appointments, or in my case, I have actually have eight appointments next week. I know it right now. That's it. That's all I'm committed to doing. Everything else is my space. So I have about six hours scheduled. Everything else is mine. So I go to my project list where I'm working on things. I go, okay, I want to do this on Monday. And if I want, I can jot that on my calendar, but I don't need to usually because I know I'm going to do it anyway. Never end one week without locking it in to your schedule for the next and stick to it. Now, I'm going to give you a very a, a clever tool that you will find really, really works well. And this is the high-intensity tool that will save your life on this. It's it, this, I, I get it, man. This is so simple that you might poo-poo it. But this is high-level CEO stuff. Here's what you want to do. On Thursday, you want to plan next week. Listen closely when I say that. You want to plan all of next week on a Thursday. Hold your space. Decide which appointment you have to go to, what project you want to work on. You want to know before you even get to the weekend. Why is that? Because Scott is a human. And I used to freak out on a Sunday night, wondering what the heck I was going to. Monday was coming. I hated it. I didn't want to do that. I'd freak out on a Saturday night. I'd wonder on Friday what I was going to do on Monday. But ever since I started figuring it out on Thursday magic happened. I simply look at my next week, decide what's going to be in play on a Thursday afternoon. And that's all that happens. If anybody calls me, if anybody wants to get on my calendar the next week, there's a high likelihood they're not going to. They're going to have to wait about a week to get on my calendar. Not always. I I break the rules, but I've got time to break the rules. When you plan it on a Thursday, you get a nice, relaxing weekend to do whatever the heck you want to do. You sleep great on Sunday night. You get up no one to do on Monday. And then you just execute your plan until the next Thursday comes around. And think about the next week. By the way, if you'll do this for a week, it might take you a little time to get used to this. Third week, fourth week, max. Almost all of it is automatically in place. Your schedule's in place. Everything starts ticking. I can tell you week in, week out, exactly how many hours I'll be working, what days I have off, and I don't even have to think about it because it's been in place so long now. I just do it. It starts on a Thursday. Okay, some tips for you there to plan your perfect week. Focus, my friends. Find it. The future that you want, the brighter day you want, that takes day-to-day focus. You can't focus on everything, so you have to focus on you. That's what this is all about. All right, listen, have a great weekend. If you'd like to join me at Facebook, just do that. We're having a good time over there. 
Lots of lively conversations. Dailyboozepodcast.com slash Facebook. Pretty much the only place you'll see me and talk to me these days. It's just easier in one place. So come find me. I'd like to see you there. Have a good weekend.